Welcome to Element, the student ministry of Third City Christian Church. To find out more, go to thirdcitychristian.org backslash students. I want to talk to you guys about uh, brands tonight. And, you know, I, I preached this message on Sunday about how our values are what develop our brand as an individual. And I had this, I had this message prepped because I know a lot of you guys, unfortunately, don't hang out with us on Sunday morning. So I was like, man, I could just preach a different version of that message. And, um, but literally, I felt like five minutes before I came out, I was like, I feel like I need to talk to them about the origin of this brand of where you guys are at tonight, of Element. And uh, many, 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 many years ago, before many of you were even born, um, I felt conviction in my heart about what student ministry should and shouldn't be. Uh, what our student ministry used to be, you guys, is we would gather in this room, we would play some pretty ridiculous games for about an hour, and then we would have about a 10 or 15 minute lesson, and that's how we would spend our night. And I felt some deep conviction that God was going to hold me accountable to the time that he gave me to spend with students. And this was the beginning of how my values about the student ministry here at Third City Christian Church began to change. I made a change and I felt like God was wanting me to spend more time teaching the word, more time with students worshiping uh, God's glory, and that that's what I was supposed to give the most of my attention to. And you can imagine a lot of people, man, you middle school students, you'll hate this. This room over here used to be full of Video games, shuffle ball, foosball, ping pong, all things fun, like rock band, like all this cool stuff over here. None of you guys remember that, so I don't have to worry about it. Well, Timo does, because he was like five. Yeah, yeah, all of you guys remember. You go back in there and break stuff. Um, so we got, rid of, we got rid of all of that, and I was like, you know what? I'm done trying to entertain I feel like the gospel is important enough that that's what our students need to hear. And so I spent that entire year back in this room. We didn't have a worship leader. We didn't have a worship band. I was praying for a worship leader um, that I would push play on a DVD player. We would watch a Hillsong worship DVD. We'd listen to like three songs. I'd preach a message. We'd have some discussion, and I'd go, hey, you can hang out and jack around if you want, but I'm not spending any time planning activities. We did that for, for an entire school year, and by the end of the school year, we had dwindled down to like less than 20 students. Like, that's all who came. And I remember thinking to myself, God, I thought this is what you wanted us to do. I, I felt like it was clear that this is how you wanted me to lead. These are the values that you wanted me to, to instill in what the student ministry would be. That fall, it was crazy because that fall, we had an explosion of attendance. Uh, we, took, we took a ton of students to CIY that summer. Uh, leadership changed. The values changed. Students actually started taking ownership of this ministry. And I remember it was like, it's time to give this ministry a brand, an identity. We need to call it something. And so I started thinking about the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God, you guys, is made up of so many different ministries, so many different people. You think of 
all the Bible teaching churches in this town are a part of God's kingdom. You think of all the ministries globally, within, I mean, even just within our state, all of the campus ministries, the, the Bible colleges, the churches, the home Bible studies, all of these things are a part of God's kingdom. And then you think about the, the church and school that we're planting in Nairobi, Kenya. That's a part of God's kingdom on the other side of the globe. Missionaries that we're supporting uh, in other parts of the globe are all a part of God's kingdom. We are just one element of that. I was like, we're just one small piece. We're not the whole thing. This isn't, this isn't God's kingdom here. God has called us to be a part of his kingdom, though. And I was like, we're just one piece. And I was intrigued with this idea of, of, of element that we could call them that. And then you got to have some kind of graphic design, right? Something you can snag, like just snag an eye. And like, even though I'm not artistic, I'm not like as cool as uh, Jacob and Parker that do great with all of our visual design, all the videos that you guys see on Wednesday night, those two guys have their hands all over it. But I have a heart for things being done well, and I feel like I can see when something is good. And I thought to myself about the hexagon, and it was like, that, that just feels like a basic unit of life. And I was like, an element, a basic unit of life, carbon. Any of you guys that have taken uh, chemistry, you know how that you create those little carbon maps, right? The basic unit of life. And so we developed this brand, and I think about all of these things. Like, uh, so we got a pop socket, right? And like, I wanted these, this is as far as my design gets to go. I designed these. <laughs> Where's the camera? Like, can you zoom in on that? That's all I get to design. White background with black letters. That is it. That's my skill level right there. And I didn't even design the letter. I, they designed the letter, and I just threw it on there and printed it. And I was like, we, so we put these things on here, and like a few of you guys have these on the back of your phones, and you're using them. Uh, and, and you know what? This year's gear design, I really love this year's gear design. First of all, because, man, if I say this online, yeah, we absolutely, I, I don't want to get us in trouble, Parker. I feel like we, you know who we ripped off. I'm not going to say it. Inspired. I'm not going <laughs> to Okay. Inspired. We were inspired by um, but all of this is so important to me, um, not because I want Element to look good. It's because I want God to be famous. I want God to be represented. Uh, it's funny that, that Parker's been a part of this because before Parker even became a part of Element, he recognized the gear that people were wearing and what they were associated with. And I think about that, you guys, and I think about what a brand is. It's more than just visual, a visual experience. Like, you think about like Nike or, or uh, okay, let's go to the soda. Like the experience that you have with the soda is why you love it. It's not, be I mean, it's in, a, it's in a maroon, it's in a brown can. I mean, come on, it's like super boring, right? But the experience you have with that can of soda is incredible. And, and I think about the gear that we put out there, and when you're walking down your hallways, and when you're sitting in your classrooms, and when you're changing in the locker room, and when you're hanging out with your friends, what kind of experience 
people are having with you if they're tying what you have on with the kingdom of God. Have you ever considered that? Like it's like we've tried to design things that are like attractive to wear, right? We try every fall to go, hey, we got to get something wearable that people will love. And then with our CIY and our summer fusion gear, we try to go, okay, we can take some risk here and do something tricky like that whole Pink Floyd look, right? This summer on that black, black t-shirt in July. What were we thinking, right? But it looked good. It looked good. Um, but I go back to what is the brand that you're taking with you as you are wearing that name. We've been studying the life of Abraham. Abraham's an old dude that lived a long time ago, you guys. But Abraham had a brand that he lived by. This was Abraham's brand, and we get to hear about it in the book of Hebrews. Because there's a guy that was trying to inspire people to be faithful. The writer of this book of Hebrews was trying to inspire people to continue to be faithful, and he was saying, look, they're doing it. Look at what they did. Because they did it, you can do it too. And this is what he said about Abraham. By faith, Abraham was called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance. He obeyed and went, even though he didn't know where he was going. Could you imagine that? Being called to go somewhere, you wouldn't know where you were going, but you went. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. By faith, Abraham, even though he was past age and Sarah herself was barren, was enabled to become a father uh, because he considered him faithful who had made the promise. He trusted God. And so from this one man, and he as good as dead, came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. You guys, Abraham was a faithful man. Abraham was not a perfect man. He made plenty of mistakes, plenty of mistakes, horrible mistakes. But he was faithful, and that was his brand. I want to... I'm going to challenge you with something tonight. We're going to enter into this moment where we're going to have a, a lyric video up here on the screen. I'm going to challenge you to sit and focus and to get your eyes off the people next to you and to get your eyes off the cell phones in front of you. Girls, I'm going to challenge you to do that, to take your eyes off the cell phones, to take your eyes off yourselves, and I want you to focus and be transparent and honest with yourself as we roll this video.
Man, I hope that stepped on some toes. You know what I'm saying? Like I think about how easy it is to, to fool someone into thinking that you're something that you're not. I was talking to, to Parker today. He went out to Rhode Island this summer uh, and he visited a bunch of mansions that were built during the Gilded Age of the US's history. A unique thing about the Gilded Age, you guys, is that they loved to cover things in a thin leaf of gold. Not that they would have these pure gold statues. They would take something that was made of wood or the hilarious part is porcelain, poured porcelain, and then they would take this very thin, almost like aluminum foil, except thinner, and they would, and they would gild it with gold to think about this and to make it humorous, the same factory that was maybe producing toilets would be producing these items that would be gilded with gold and people would go, look at what I am. Um, I think about our lives as followers of Christ. I'm in this boat with you guys. Does my life outside of here, the fruit of my life, truly represent what I say I am? Does the fruit of my life truly represent who I say I follow? And this is why I'm so concerned with this, is that the church can be the worst representation at times of who Christ is. Can you imagine if walking down your hallway, somebody knows that your life is supposed to represent Jesus Christ and you see injustice going on and you do nothing about it? How that misrepresents the kingdom of God. We have a responsibility, right? We have a responsibility to be the church, to have these values that, that looking back at Abraham's life, Abraham was, was a man of faith. His life, you guys, was an open book to people. He lived an open life where people had access. And his life was an immense blessing to the people around him. And when I think about the values of this ministry that I hope that you would internalize, I want to look at the life of Abraham, I want to look at the life of Christ, and I want to go, what values do we see there that we need to internalize here? And this is what I see. The first one is this, is spiritual maturity. You know, as a student ministry, we've seen, we saw Dozens upon dozens upon dozens of students give their lives to Christ last fall, surrender their life in obedience to Jesus. We saw dozens. Now, if those students' journey with Jesus would stop the moment they came out of the baptistry, you guys, it would be so sad. 
It would be so sad if the moment that they came up out of the water that they didn't take the opportunity to continue to grow, to step into their small groups and to build relationships, to be vulnerable with their coaches, to be transparent with each other, and to start to share their story with the people next to them in school and say, I got to tell you about what I've experienced because you need to experience this too. It would be so sad if we remained infants and all we did is take, 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 take. Think of the life of a baby. Man, all a baby does is scream when they're hungry, scream when they poop themselves, scream when they're tired. They take, they take, they take, they take. It's not until you grow to maturity that you start to give. That you're the students that are here setting up chairs. You're the students that are taking time to talk to someone that needs to be talked to. You're the students that are taking time to serve, to pick up the mess as you go through the plaza before you leave on a Wednesday night. You are the students that are taking time out of your life to serve on Sunday mornings other families and to watch their kids or Thursday nights that celebrate recovery to watch the children of people that are trying to fix their hurts and hang-ups. That's when you're starting to reach spiritual maturity is when you're allowing scripture to change things about your life and God does not want you to stay a baby. We are also called to live under biblical authority. Students, I will never ask you to do anything theologically that God is not asking us to do in scripture. We talk about submitting to God. Scripture talks about submitting to God. We talk about humbling ourselves. Scripture talks about humbling ourselves. We talk about serving. Scripture talks about serving. I will never do anything that, that is not like just an emphasis from God's word because we are all called to live under the authority of the Bible. That's why we read scripture on Wednesday nights. That's why your small group leaders have access to the content beforehand and can challenge you to take scripture home. That's why Parker and I have developed... Uh, Stupid YouTube, they're not stupid, Parker, I promise, YouTube channels where we discuss extra content that, that we don't have time for on Wednesday nights because we're like, there is so much in here. There is so much authority. We don't have time. Over the six years that were seven years that we may get to have you if you were here from sixth grade through 12th grade, we don't have enough time to cover all this content. So we're called to live under biblical authority, spiritual maturity. We're called to live open lives of authentic relationships. That is a value we want you to have. Take off your fake pants. Try on being transparent. Admit when you're wrong. Man, instead of, man, all of you students that skip out on small groups on Wednesday nights, there's a ton of you. God calls us to authentic relationship. That is something we value. Why don't you give it a shot? You student that you have been going to your small group, why don't you try trusting and sharing and being authentic? <coughs> we also look at <clears throat> those authentic relationships. God calls us to intentional evangelism. You guys have heard us say it time after time after time, we are not in your classrooms. We are not at your parties. That would just be creepy. Because guess what? You got old youth ministers. People go, what's wrong with those guys? 
God has put you in those circumstances to be a light. You guys that are on, uh, you guys that are in clubs, you guys that are in band, you guys that are in athletic teams, you guys that are in show choirs, use those bus rides for intentional evangelism instead of, instead of gossip and social media. Why don't you look to that person next to you on that four and a half hour bus ride and go, hey, I want to talk to you about life. I want to talk to you about what God's been doing in my world. Take advantage. Be intentional about those moments. And lastly, what Parker talked about last week, you guys, faithful stewardship. It's not simply about money. It's about your life. If you wake up every morning and you say, man, what am I going to do with my life today? I'm going to tell you you're starting out foundationally wrong. You need to ask the question, what am I going to do with this life that belongs to Jesus? It's a little bit of a family meeting tonight. Is this your first time here? Man, I'm not normally negative Nancy. I hope you see that. But I really wanted to get honest with you guys about the life that you're living outside of this room and what brand you are carrying into this community, what brand you are carrying, because it's a reflection of your values. Every week we come here to worship the King. His values, his brand was the cross. That was his brand. And you know what? When I look at the cross, I see love unlimited. You see love unlimited on car window stickers and t-shirts because it's a, it's a value, it's a brand that we're wanting to own as a church. Love unlimited for the Christ that died for us. Love unlimited for the world around us who that Christ died for. What kind of values are you going to take? Because students, I don't want you to live this gilded life that on Wednesdays, you know it's the Wednesday that you throw on your crew neck and you throw on a hat, you throw on a t-shirt. I want you guys to be the genuine, real thing. And this isn't a knock on you guys that wear, some of you guys wear that stuff and you represent the kingdom of God well. I want you to think the next time that you're throwing that on, tomorrow when you go to school, you think about that brand that you're representing because it's much bigger it is much bigger than this. It's much bigger than this. Students, we are representing the cross and the kingdom of God. And he is imploring us to wear that brand well. Thanks for joining Element. To find out more, go to thirdcitychristian.org backslash students.